Hello, welcome back to another episode of Why Am I Like This? As per always, it is me, Alex Ross. How are yous? How's your week been? I'm a mess. And that's not like, that is a statement on its own. But currently, in this right second here, I'm a mess. I literally just finished listening to Nick Grimshaw's Grimmie's last ever show on BBC Radio 1 and I am sobbing. Like, not just like a wee bit, like one tear rolls doing your cheek like you're watching a bit of a sad film. Like, I am end of Marley and me sobbing. I am green. It just, it was so upsetting to listen to. I did cry when he announced it. So I knew, I knew there was going to be a couple of tears a day. I was listening to it on my way to the shops and that, sitting in the shop car park, crying. And then I just listened to the last 10 minutes there. Buckets. It makes me think that it's not normal to be this attached to the Radio 1 DJs. It's actually kind of a problem. I think I am far too emotionally attached to the Radio 1 DJs. And I really think someone should have consulted me first to make sure that I'd be alright when this all went on. Because I'm, I'm not alright. Give me Radio 1 boss on the phone. Hello, I've got I've got sadness. I didn't approve this move. I'm very upset about it. It's all too much. Whew. It was just so emotional. He made a big speech about me making his dreams come true and everyone else making their dreams come true. And it was too much for me and I was just absolutely devastated sobbing. But I, I think he's going to do great things and I just really love him. I think Nick Grimshaw would be a great uncle. Because, you know, you can't just have, like, oh, I would like him to be my friend, obviously. But I just, do you not think he'd be a great uncle? I think I see that role for him in my life. So, you know, now he's got a lot of time in his hands, you know. Just quit your job, mate. You've got a lot of time in your hands. Just come hang about with me. Uh, you can guide me through life. <laughs> so stop crying. And you can talk to me every day. It's actually ridiculous. Like, I'm sitting here, greeting. The rain is chucking it down outside. It looks like I'm ridiculously emotional in some kind of like Bridget Jones-esque movie. It's too much. And I need to get a grip on myself. I need to stop crying over folk that uh, do not care about my life. But I am way too involved in theirs. I can't help it. It's all of them. It's not just like Jimmy that involved them. It's all of their lives. All the Radio 1 DJs. I'm just like, I'm very involved in your lives. I just like to keep up, like using my wee pals. Okay, it's nice. It's nice and only ever so slightly creepy. Okay, just a smidgen. Now, I know I did do an episode last week. You've probably not noticed at all. I, oh, I would say I forgot. I knew I had to do it and I was getting stressed that I had to do it. But I've just like, I had absolutely no time. I was going to do it driving to work. I was like, can I do that? Can I set up my laptop and do it driving to work? But then I thought, is that against the law? Again, I don't know. It's like, you know, the driving with shoes on thing. Is that against the law? Is that allowed? Can I do that? Technically, you know, I'm not on a phone. I would have my laptop sitting there though. So I'm not sure how they'd actually feel about that. You know, I don't know how I'd talk myself out of that. If a police officer came over, like, if I got pulled over and they're like, hmm, what are you doing? I'd be like, sorry, officer, I'm just recording my wee podcast. It's actually very important only to me. 
do you want to listen? Do you want to subscribe? Actually, you can have a listen. You could feature on my episode. Why don't you have a seat? I could interview you. It'd be lovely. Like, I don't know how well that's going to go down. And I just didn't have a spare second anywhere else to do it. Like, I feel like I've just been absolutely hoaching busy. In fairness, though, I feel like my mate said this to me the other day and I agree with it, actually. She was like, you just fresh out the womb busy. Like, straight from birth, just like, things to do, places to be, jobs to get done, lads. And honestly, I feel like that. It does feel like I'm absolutely hoaching and it's ridiculous. But I'm hoaching with, like, work and stuff, so it's not even anything exciting. It's not even anything, like, really fun that I can talk about. It's just... I'm, I'm absolutely knackered, to tell you the truth. I'm knackered. So, I didn't film. Didn't film? Didn't record last week. Because I thought I might be breaking it a lot if I did. And also, I needed a lie down. But I did do something fun. I actually did do something fun and go to a fun place. I went to the races. I've never been to the races before. And I know... Some people aren't really keen on the races, but I wanted to get dressed up. You know, we've had a full... I don't know. I was going to say a full year, but it feels like an eternity. I've had a full eternity of sitting in the house in my gym or jammers looking like a garbage rat. And I wanted to be like, oh, let's get actually dressed up. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I posted a wee photo of myself there. I was wearing like a big fuck off tool dress also I don't know why I use that as like a unit of measurement <laughs> I do everything do other folk do that I use big fuck off like it's not just big it's big fuck off like it's massive like I use it as a unit of measurement in my head that makes more sense like if I was going to have a, a big bowl or something I'd be like oh I had a big fuck off bowl of cereal does that make does anybody else do that but where you're like, oh, that's that's bigger than Big Bowl. She's having a massive tub. You, you can? Does anybody else do that? I use it as a unit of measurement. So, anywho, had on my big fuck-off tool orange dress. And if you want any context, you can go have a look at my Instagram to see what it looked like for these references that I'm going to give you for what I think I looked like. Now, when I show my pals an outfit, I don't like to just be like, do you like this? It's got to come with some kind of, like, backstory. You know, some people are like, oh, this gives me the vibe of this. I didn't have an example in my brain there. You heard the pause and the panic. This gives me, like, a vibe of a nice wee gal having a nice day out. That's the kind of vibes, you know, some people go for. Oh, I look a bit like a farmer. I'm trying to think of scenarios that people would, you know, give. But, like, you know, when you're a tennis skirt, like, oh, I feel like a wee tennis player. That was a better example for myself there. Good job, Alex. Uh, I like to go with much more specific scenarios. So you really get a feel of what this outfit says and, you know, who it's for. It's for me, obviously. But, you know, you can really feel the vibes. So some of the vibes I feel like I was serving was either A a big loofah but a fresh loofah not just a loofah that's honest one of those ones that are the, the wee balls um, they're like a wee bath pom-pom and they're made of tulle uh, you get them all the time every Christmas you get one in a pack and you get about six of them and there's some of them that look a bit Bleh. and there's some of them you're like that is that 
that actually looks quite nice. Somebody's made a lovely job on that. Clearly it was a Marquis Christmas set, not just like the wee home bargains ones. Goodians. So maybe one of those. It's Christmas. You've got three of those wee bath pom-pom things. And you look at one and go, oh, that one. Someone spent money on that. That one looks actually quite lovely. That was the vibes I was feeling with the dress. That was scenario number one. Scenario number two, because it was bright orange, you know, why would you go for a dress that is, you know, a muted tone when I could just go for a bright orange dress and bright green heels, like the big show off that I am. Anywho, I looked a bit like I was in high fizz, you know, I felt a bit like I was making a scene. Maybe I was an extra from that, was it Go Compare advert? And they had them for a while. Or was it? It was like one of the money supermarkets. Money supermarket, that's who it was. And it was all the lads that were like construction workers and they were in their little shorts and they were doing the Beyonce dance. I felt like I could have been an extra in the background on that. I'm like a sassy construction worker. That was one of the vibes. Sticking with the high vis, maybe a lollipop lady who there's a man across the road. She's like, oh, he's a bit of something. And she's, you know, letting the children across the road and she's like, I'm good with kids. But I'm also a fashionable lollipop lady and I'm serving you straight up lollipop lady vibes. That's maybe, that's maybe one of the scenarios. And then the third one, now it turns out when I was talking about this before, Jimmy Chung's wasn't a thing everywhere. And I don't know what these flames are called. Turns out Jimmy Chung's was only in Aberdeen, Edinburgh and Dundee. And when I was talking to folk in Glasgow about it, they were like, I have no idea what you are referencing. Which is, that was why I got the laugh, not, didn't get a laugh. That's, it wasn't the fact that it was a bad joke, it was the reference I didn't get. That's what I'm telling myself. Now they used to have in their window, it's not relevant what kind of restaurant it was. It was a Chinese buffet and it was great. It was like, I think it was fairly cheap because I remember going there like, as a kid, whenever you had any kind of occasion or birthday party, like heaps of, heaps of things were hosted in Jimmy Chung's. Any kind of like occasion or like, you know, any activity day out, you'd go there. That it was just I feel like I was there a lot as a child. It's not a thing anymore. R.I.P. We're very upset. Uh, I I genuinely am. They used to have great wee pudding selection, some jellies, cracking. But that's not the point. The point is, in their window, they used to have these massive flames, like fake flames, and it was just like one big piece of fabric that would be waving about the place, and air would blow it, and there was like light on it to make it look like a flame. I'm also using my hand while I describe this, and I realise that you can't actually see that, but that is what I felt like it. That is exactly what I felt like, one of those big fake flames in restaurant windows <laughs> that are just like wiggling about especially after a couple of drinks I'm probably going to be wiggling about but that's how I felt and I was delighted to be dressed up I was very stressed beforehand I spent today before I started going to cry about Jimmy <laughs> leaving Radio 1 my morning was putting all of my dresses that I had ordered back to ASOS they're going to have about a million parcels for me because it was like the week before and I was like oh yeah that's now you know when you book something so far in advance and then down the line you're like oh Christ that's now I've got to actually you know get dressed and get ready for that and I had nothing to wear so 
I ordered about a million dresses from ASOS. One of which I was raging about because it was a really nice dress. But it had no fucking zip on it. It was like a corset top and then it went like a little bit puffy out. Was cute. Was nice. It had no zip on it. So you had to like pull it over your head. The top of this is tight. ASOS, where are my boobs supposed to go? How am I supposed to get them into that dress? They're not even that big. What? What do you expect me to do with them? There's a seam. How are they meant to get past the seam? What am I supposed to do? Detach them? What do you, what do you want from me, ASOS? How am I supposed to do that? It was very distressing. I was pure roaming about the house, stomping about the place, screaming about it. I felt targeted. I felt upset. It would have looked nice as well. If I could have got it on. Eventually I had to like fully crush them in because I was not being beaten by this dress. But I had major fear that I was never going to get out again. Never ever going to get out again. So I would just like to ask ASOS, please, please, can we start putting zips in things? Like, it would just make my life a bit easier. And sometimes when you're making things that have like a wee like section that looks like it's for your boob. Can we make that like as you go up through sizes? Can we make that go up too? Can we think about that? Can we use a little bit of logic? Where are they supposed to go? It's a very nice dress. However, I'm going to make one wrong move and it's going to be a whole different show. Them races are not going to go well. The horses will be falling off. Jockeys will be distressed and confused. I'll be removed from the race course, never to be allowed back. You don't want that kind of bloodbath on your hands, do you, ASOS? It'd be all your fault. It'd be yours. It wouldn't be mine. It's not my fault you made a dress that is cruel to everybody involved. I just find it raging. It just makes me absolutely raging. Ruins my day every time. So ASOS, please just put zips in your dress. But it means I get all my money back. So that's always fucking cracking. And the dress I ended up with I actually really liked. I'd looked at it months and months ago. But it had just gone out of stock. And I was like, oh, I want that one. And then eventually it came back in stock. Like literally days before it came back in stock. And I was sweating. Thinking I was going to have nothing to wear. I was like, I'm going to be turning up there in leggings. I'm going to be turning up there in gym leggings and some heels. Just like, oh yeah, I tried my best. But it came, so it's all good. And a girl, I love it. When gals come over to tell you that you look nice, it's just the best, isn't it? It's just the absolute best. I was a bit disappointed because it was Ladies' Day that we went to. And I didn't naively realise that Ladies' Day just meant that they said it was Ladies' Day to reel men into coming. What? That's confusing. I thought it was Ladies' Day because it was just for the gals. I thought that was a great time. I was like, I'm going to have a lovely day. I'm going to be floating about in the toilets, being like, oh my god, hey, I love your dress. Oh my god, your makeup looks so nice. Dee 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 dee. Bet on some horses. Nice day. I mean, I still had a nice day, but I was baffled. Couldn't believe they allowed men in on Ladies' Day. Seems rude. <laughs> I've been used. The race has used me to entice other people. I mean, probably not specifically me. They're probably looking at much more elegant, classy ladies. <laughs> looking at a different, a different caliber, a wifey to reel in the lads for Ladies' Day. <laughs> they weren't single-handedly leaving that down to me. There'd be none. There'd be absolutely zero attended. But yeah, that's that's why they call it that. Anywho, off on a weird tangent there. Back to my original story is I was walking to the toilet having a nice time and this girl came over to tell me she liked my dress but as she did it she tripped so she went to tap me on the shoulder 
she did it, she tripped. So what she did was launch herself from behind me and smack me in the back. And I was like, oh, and she was like, oh my god, I am, um, I'm, I'm so, so, so sorry, I didn't mean to hit you. And I was like, oh, that's fine, don't worry about it, it happens to the best of us. She was like, I just wanted to say I really like your dress. And that made my day, that was a highlight of my whole day. I also won £20 because I'm too feared to put on big bets, okay? I still don't really understand how betting works. You know, I'll get back into it again when Strictly's back on, which is soon. Um, but I still don't really understand. I just want to choose some funny names and thankfully one of them won me some money. I don't have enough money to bet big, okay? I know what you're saying. If I put on more money, then I would have won more money back. But I'm not upset, okay? I made all my money back, so we're cool. And no losses, just profits. Gambling genius. It's myself. Great. I had a story to tell there. I've, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> I feel like since I mildly stopped crying about Nick Grimshaw, my brain's just mush. <laughs> I'm blaming that. Oh, I know what I was going to talk about. I felt like I related to the girl that accidentally hit me in the shoulder because that has happened to me before. One time, I accidentally headbutted a gal. I know what you're thinking. That doesn't sound like it's an accident. But I'm honestly, genuinely, I did not mean to do it. I didn't mean to at all. I was walking into a club and due to being a raging idiot and a clumsy moron, I tripped over my own feet. There wasn't even anything. I tripped over my own feet and she just happened to be turning round as I was tripping. It was like slow motion and I fell into her head first. Like we were close enough that it was like the full force of my body went through my head and into her skull and she fell to the floor. Like the, she was fully fell back. It's not funny. Like she could have been injured but she was fine. She looked distressed. I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to headbutt you. And, you know, in fairness to the gal, she probably did think I meant to headbutt her. You know, it wouldn't be the first time I've seen somebody headbutt someone for no reason. But she was just like, um, okay. And then her pal, like, lifted her up and they ran away. And I was like, no, you need to, like, accept my apology. Please accept my apology. But I was drunk and concussed. So I wasn't really able to apologise like a normal person it all came out probably just like I'm so sorry I didn't mean to hit you in my head like that is I can hear the type of shite I would have come out with and I'll tell you lads it does not pay to head but the people because I had a raging egg on my head for about a week it was so sore and it was like this massive lump that was swollen and red and it was so angry and I just wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend ever headbutting someone on purpose or by accident because, you know, it does not pay. Crime doesn't pay. <laughs> that wasn't a crime. I still feel really bad. If you've ever been accidentally egged, egged by a girl, I've never egged someone. No. If you've ever accidentally been headbutted by some girl on a night out, then I am, I'm very, very sorry. I genuinely am. I'm so, I didn't mean to knock you to the floor. I'm just really clumsy. Can we be friends? I'm so sorry. <laughs> And other news of things I've done this week, though, moving on. I went to the cinema. We all know how I love the cinema. It's one of my favourite places. It did take us a hot minute to actually get a cinema because the first one we went to was flooded. Um, 
good <laughs> and they didn't have anything about that the next one we went to was just generally closed so that was good so third time's the charm finally managed to get a cinema and we saw the suicide squad which first of all who named that because it's kind of a sequel to suicide squad but they've named the sequel the suicide squad as opposed to suicide squad which i think is super confusing because you never say like it was the like little mermaid you'd be like little mermaid not the little mermaid or lion king not the lion king you kind of drop the 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 it was it's very confusing whoever was in charge of naming that and whoever signed off those papers i'm confused however this is not that's not what this is going to be about this is not any spoilers for this film by the way um so if you're wanting to go see it and you're going to be upset if anyone's going to spoil it it's not going to be me this is just something that happened in the film that I was very distressed about. And if you've listened to this podcast before, you will understand why I was distressed. During Suicide Squad, there is a scene where there is a big fight. And again, that's not spoiling nothing. It's a superhero movie. If you think that's a spoiler, what did you expect to happen? Okay, there's going to be big fights. And during that big fight, they're fighting about a hard drive. Again, not a spoiler in a lot of action movies there's like some kind of hard drive or the papers or something like that so don't be coming for me and they're fighting about this hard drive and it's like a full force fight and this hard drive is getting launched about the place it is getting thrown around left right and center and it is old it is real fucking old this hard drive and I was raging. Of all the unrealistic bullshit that has ever taken place in any sort of superhero, sci-fi, adventure movie, this is the most unrealistic thing I've ever seen in my life. My hard drive felt not that much. And I, onto a carpet. It was onto a carpet. Theirs has fallen onto like rubble and again smashed about the place, kicked all over the place. And my hard drive died. And irreparable damage to that hard drive happened. I am absolutely sorry. That was horribly triggering. There is no way that hard drive survived. There is absolutely no way whatever happened to that hard drive, that whoever has it can plug it in and see the information. I'd like to see them fucking try. I'd be absolutely livid. If there's like, I don't know, a film where that happens and then straight away, like, this doesn't happen. This is not to do with Suicide Squad anymore in case you think this is a spoiler. If there's a different film and they have a raging fight over hard drive, imagine it. It's being flung out of windows. It's like gone in the ocean. Someone's picked it up. They're still fighting. And then they finally get to some office and somebody plugs it in and they're like, Kraken, thanks for that information. I would be livid. Because there is no way, no way that hard drive can survive all of that. And mine didn't survive one little drop. And it's from years ago. Mine wasn't, it was only, it was only like a two, one and a half year old. It wasn't even that old. It was fairly new. I was just sitting there watching it like, this seems like a lie. It seems like a blatant lie. And I was livid. But the rest of it was alright, actually. Once I got over the initial distress of that, it was actually alright. And then I came home and I watched some Undercover Boss. I 
fucking love Undercover Boss. It is so good. That is the kind of reality TV I'm here for. A stupid disguise. Employees pretending they don't know him. The drama of them maybe finding out. The emotional backstories. I am here for it. But the boy in this week's Undercover Boss, it's now on STV, so it's like, you know, they've not stolen it from Channel 4, but they have stolen it. Now, this week, he gave somebody a holiday. At the start of this show, he's talking about, oh, I've got all this money, I'm such big cash, blah, blah, blah. He gave her a holiday. A, a holiday. A holiday. He was looking at his car at the start, and he's like, this car is millions of pounds, blah, 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 blah. A holiday is pocket change to you. It's pocket change! And he was also cutting about, like, you know, undercover, and he was talking to one of his employees, and he was like, Aunt, what do you do here? And he was like, oh, this and that. And he was like, what about this? You should do this. He was like, no, that's above my pay grade. And this man went on a tangent about how nothing is above your pay grade, and if you do the work that's above your pay grade, then eventually you'll get to above your pay grade. And I was sitting there like, that is fucking lies. Who in the hell has ever done that? Think of all the many, many times at your job you've done something that is not your job. And has anybody ever gone, oh, good job, actually, I'll pay you more for that, you're going to get that promotion? No. They string you along for ages with the whole, oh, we keep doing this work, we'll promote you, and they never, ever, ever, ever do. I was just sitting there like, you obviously have no idea about the world. And then he gave us, oh my god, this other wee man was the cutest man in the world and he did all this work and he worked so hard and he gave him 5k. Now don't get me wrong, I was buzzing about my £20 from the races, absolutely delighted. 5k would be lovely, but that is pocket change to that man. That man would happily bet 5k on a horse. That's nothing, if he was to lose that, not an issue. I was just like, this man deserves so much more. 5k, 5k, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. I miss it when, you know, in the American one, they used to give out heaps of cash. Firing out cash and bonuses and all this kind of jazz. And that's what I expected from this man who takes him to his mansion. To his, like, multi-million dollar mansion with all his multi-million dollar cars outside, pound cars outside. And he's like, you know what, sweetheart? Gonna give you a wee 5k. Thanks so much for all your work. I was like, I hate him. I absolutely hate him. But I'm buzzing. That was just the first episode. That's, there's going to be more because I really do. I do love Undercover Boss. It brings me so much joy. I just, it's just like, you know, shite t- TV, but it's like good shite TV. That's, yeah, that's a sweet spot. It's good, like, mind numbing watching. That is all the rubbish chat I have for you this week because I've just looked at the time and I have half an hour to get dressed and ready and leave for work and I'm currently sitting in my sweaty gym gear so that's good told you I'm busy I told you I'm just squeezing things in I wasn't lying so I was looking for a lovely horse fact for my fun fact of the week and this came up but I don't think this is a fact I'm so confused by why anybody put this in by the way I find horses terrifying when they do that thing where they like neigh and they show all their teeth disgusting hate it it freaks me out. I just don't, I don't trust them. Those kicky legs. Look how muscular they are. Not for me. Terrifying. Anywho. This fa- one of the facts that came up is horses have a flexed pelvis so they cannot do the splits. They have some lateral movement though allowing them to scratch their ears with their hind feet. 
Why would you say they cannot do the splits? When have you ever thought a horse could do the splits? At no point did I just think, ah oh, yeah, horses, they could probably do the splits. Never. I've never thought that. Nobody would ever think that. You wouldn't think horses could do the splits. Why would you, why would you think that? <laughs> I think that's so strange. So, I don't think that's a fact, but I think it's funny that somebody felt the need to write that, just in case anyone was wondering, you know, horses can't do the splits. I know you're probably thinking, what? No way! I thought horses could definitely do the splits. Ridiculous. Anywho, the other fact is that horses have nearly 360 degree field of vision, which is a fun fact, but also kind of terrifying. And it's due to the positioning of the eyes on the side of their heads. That means they can see me coming from every angle and are available to attack me from every angle. So I'm quite happy that when I was at the races, I didn't get attacked. Only by a nice lassie who wanted to tell me that she liked my dress. If you'd like any context to any of the dress references that I made, then you can look on my Instagram. You can follow me there. It's Alex underscore Ross. If you want to tell me anything, absolutely anything, tell whatever you like. I've forgotten what kind of shite chat I've had this week. Oh, if you're as upset about Nick Grimshaw leaving Radio 1 as I am, then please let me know. You can let me know on my Instagram that I just mentioned, or my Twitter, which is alexc underscore ross, and I will speak to you next week, okay? I I, I was going to say I promise, but I'll try. (laughs)